0: Welcome to Death Hauler. Do you like scary movies? Welcome to Season 3. Slash or pass. There will be laughter. Tears. Tender moments.
1: Jeez. Jeez. My son. Special,
0: special boy. But most of all, screams. Remember, when you're in Death Holler, listener discretion is always advised. We hope you have a killer time. The the border of fires and the humming wires you yeah, man, you know you're never coming back Past the square, past the bridge, past the mills, past the stacks On a gathering storm
1: comes a tall handsome man In a dusty black coat with a red right hand We're back, everybody. Welcome back to Death Holler. I'm the ho- your host, Reverend Dr. Death, and joining me as always is La Urena, uh, finishing up our coverage of the Scream franchise, or at least to this point. Uh, yeah. It looks like they're going to make some more sequels after this newest one, but uh, I, th- I feel good about it. Uh, that's kind of a spoiler, I guess, and yeah. this is going to be a spoiler cast, so if you haven't seen the movie... You probably want to go watch it and then come back and then, you know, see what we have to say. Cause I don't really want to, you know, I mean, well, if we want to throw it out there for the people, should they see it, slash or pass, and then they can, you know, and then they can go do whatever. So, what, what's your thoughts?
0: Uh, wait, we want to give that right now.
1: Let's go ahead and do that for the people that just want an opinion whether they want to go watch it. And then, oh. then they can go and then fuck off and come back after they've seen it. So
0: 100 percent. And I have to emphasize this uh, slash. It is a slash for me. And it is a must see on the big screen. And they say it so many. I, mean, I saw so many previews that like you are seeing this movie as it's intended to be seen. Can you watch it at home? Of course, you can. anybody. You can watch it on your phone. You can, but you are, you want to take in everything.
1: Um, I can't say anything against that. It's definitely a must see. Uh, I feel like if you don't watch it on the big screen, you're going to be missing out because it's. It harkens back to the, the days of whenever it was just fun to go watch a good slasher at the, the theaters. It's that good, folks. Mm-hmm. Go watch it.
0: It is. And um, I will tell you one thing you can pass on, a 100%. You can pass on the 3D. Um, nothing yeah, really the, stood out to me.
1: That was one thing that I was so disappointed in. This is not uh, my bloody Valentine 3D. This is not the it's jumping out of the screen at you 3D. This is post processing Marvel Avengers 3D where oh, Jenna Ortega slightly in the background versus you know her her sister. Wow, yeah. you know it's, it's it's just see it regular. You you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Well, having said that, now we're going to get into the spoiler part of it. So if you if you don't want to hear this, you know, go watch the movie and then come <laughs> Major back.
0: Major spoilers ahead, guys.
1: <laughs> so yes, Uh this I, I'm just going to say out there. This is probably now my favorite sequel.
0: Yeah, I I have to agree with you on that because I mean there was I'm sure we'll get into bits that weren't the greatest, but it really amped it up big time. I can't think of one that even comes close to this one
1: um, it amped it up and it also paid so many dues to like not even scream but just like franchises in general because oh my god yeah i mean one thing that that i got it you know while i'm remembering it cuz this is going to be stream of consciousness this whole way through um, I love the, there was the, the comment where Randy's niece, uh, was going over the rules of the franchise. Cause now she's the, the Randy of the series. Well, we'll get into that. Chad's a good mix for him too, but, mm-hmm. um, but, um, she, and they're all a lot better in this movie. Well, I think that was her big criticism of part five that everybody, but the main two were kind of like, you know, but I think they, they stepped it up. Yes. At least in my opinion.
0: Everybody honestly stepped it up.
1: Um, and so, but I loved when she was coming on the franchise, she was talking, she started rattling off. She's like, you know, anybody can be killed. Even, you know, the final girl, you know, Nancy Thompson, you know, Laurie Strode, Sally Hardesty. This is the movie where they all come back and get killed. And I'm like, okay, the guys who wrote this knew what they were doing. So
0: definitely even maybe they didn't know what they were doing at first, but they definitely did the research and they definitely took the time. They wanted it to be good.
1: Yeah, I it it shows in just the general layout of the movie. I mean, right from the get go, because I mean, getting into it, at least start at the, the beginning. Um, I love the fake out with the, <sighs> well, I loved and I hated it because if you remember right on part five, I was so excited about Samara Weaving being in this movie. Oh yeah, I was God stoked. damn it.
0: I was super is, excited when I when that happened. I was like, you know, I'm going to love this for Reverend. He's going to hate it.
1: <laughs> I was like, this is the Drew Barrymore of this movie. They get somebody that's reasonably famous. To, you know, it's like, oh, shit, she's in this movie. And then like, no, she ain't. Not for long.
0: You know what I didn't uh, like about that is the truth and the killer called it out. He's like, you were dumb enough. You teach a class on this. And you are yeah. dumb enough.
1: <laughs> oh, but I I love every reference to that that film class though because they name drop so much stuff because what, you know I forget what you call it gelatos. Yes, they they mentioned that you know just like we covered beginning of the season because uh, one of the killers that are killed that killed her I mentioned the fact that he hated her because she gave him a C on his uh, G, his giallo uh, review that he wrote or whatever. So. <laughs> Um,
0: They must have said Giallo like mm, 20-ish times just in the first 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, they they covered that, uh, throwing it back to the slasher roots. I mean, this movie's like meta all the way around. Uh, They covered that. They... Uh, then they go into the part where I mean she's like rattling off like you know what she loves about the genre and how it like relates to you know like the times that people are living in and I love that whole little discuss- meta discussion from her even though she did pull the ultimate stu- if we if we get a word a dumbest moment for this one it has to be her going in that alleyway I oh mean, yeah it's, it's it's straight up the the dumbest moment
0: yeah we had a Jason Voorhees. A couple of Jason Voorhees moments. We had a character by the name of Jason, so mm-hmm. obvious, um, and he got to witness his own type of murder. Jason got to witness a Jason type of murder with a body in the fridge.
1: Yes, and that was very actually that harkened back to uh, Friday Two, which is funny because at the end of the movie, that's what uh, I believe many or toward the end of the movie, Minnie, which is uh, or Mindy, I believe is her name, uh, Randy's niece. She, when she, her and uh, Kirby, who's back in the movie, you know, scored, <laughs> um, when they're like bonding together over their love of horror movies, like they, she asked her what her favorite Friday is and she, and Mindy says part two. And it's funny that he finds a head in the fridge like oh. Jason did in part two.
0: Yeah. He finds more than a head in the fridge.
1: It, yeah. <laughs> but did you? Did did you notice that he was what he was watching though? Which which Jason movie he was watching? Oh, he
0: was watching a Jason movie, and I could not uh, figure it out. Which one was it?
1: Jason Takes Manhattan, ah! of course, because <laughs> it's set in New York. It, it was great.
0: Oh, that may okay. And I haven't seen that one
1: yet, that I know of. No, we we have not covered that one. But yeah, I, when I saw that, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's perfect. And I
0: was thinking, wait, how did they get the rights to this? I was like, okay, I'll, I'm going to research that later. I have not researched it.
1: Uh, it's because Paramount owns that, and okay. they own the Scream franchise. Perfect. Which, which is very nice that there's that you know little bit of uh, back and forth there. Even though New Line for a bit got access to Jason, that's the reason that they that the later movies after Part Eight. Have him like you know with mixing and Freddy. So, but we'll get to that on our next podcast a little yeah. bit about the the Freddy's of it all. Which they did mention Freddy too. So they they gave him his due in this sh- this movie as well.
0: And the person that was in the fridge, I could not help but notice, and it was very quickly. And it was they did a good job because it was very shocking to see this body in the fridge. It looked very good, but you only got it, just enough of it to be like, <gasps> and then it's gone. Was mm-hmm. he wearing a Freddy Krueger sweater? Did you I notice? didn't
1: look at it close enough. Okay. And I, now I, now that you say that, I wished I had. It's a
0: blink and you'll I, miss it moment. Honestly,
1: I, I was trying to. Just, I was just admiring the effects work on that because honestly, up to this point, Scream has never done like a body like they did in that scene, oh, and and God. and they pulled it off. They, it was good.
0: Yeah. Um. Spoiler alert: Two. These kills are off the chain brutal as brutal as a human murderer can get and uh, there's i mean technically there is mm, five killers but not five ghostface hmm. the two at the beginning that had intentions Actually, one pulled yeah, off a kill. Yeah.
1: There was two. Yeah. Two. Well, yeah. Greg was going to, but mm-hmm. he didn't. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jason did. And that was my whole favorite thing is because you got a ghost face killer and Jason. Yeah. But but then Jason got ghost face killed himself. Yeah. So then that set, it's like, okay, this movie's like, you know, we don't know what's happening at this Oh, point. my
0: God. So you will suspect everyone. Um, and I'm going to ask you right now did you kind of? figure it out at any point
1: no and here's the reason why because i did i intentionally didn't want to try to solve it okay uh i will tell you this though i kept thinking and that's the reason that the the one fake reveal and we're just going to go ahead and say this stuff because there's no i mean yeah no spoiler cast but um there was the fake out with kirby Mm -hmm. possibly being the killer for a split second and the reason i bought that was because i was thinking prior to that i was like the only person who would have access to these masks that was should have been in police custody because they were the mask of and i love that fact too they were the mask of the killers from every other scream movie yep um when they brought that up i was like well the only person who would have access to that had to have had access to the you know, to the police lockup. So it has to be somebody involved with the police force. Yeah. And so when they said that Kirby, when it was said, it I was like, oh, shit. Uh, and then, then whenever they did the flip and it was, you know, the other cop that had been working with them the entire movie, I was like, okay, at least it was a cop. I was right in that, you know.
0: When I found out who the killers were, and guys, there's three of them. So...
1: Yeah, they made up for uh, they. They make comment about how Roman's the only killer in part three, and they make up for that by legit uh, throwing in a a third one in this one to make up for that that lone killer. Yeah, there's three
0: Ghostface. We get a scene of two Ghostface in one scene, and I. Loved it. I was here for it. Uh, I you you've never seen that before. And watch it. And and one of the girls got to watch someone get brutally slashed by two ghost ghostface who both look up at her and wipe their knives in the same manner as if they were twins.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now the one thing that upset me when I found out who the killers were was that I couldn't believe that one of the killers who looks just like his brother, who was a killer in a previous film,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was like, this motherfucker looks just like him. How, how did I not put that together? Even I though they kept the, accusing I, him,
1: I told my wife that on the drive back from watching the movie, I told her I was like, and I don't know why I didn't pick that the the one kid as being the killer because I said he looks like fucking Jack Quaid. Yes, I mean, like it, it's <laughs> it's right there in front of you. Uh,
0: yeah, he really does. And so, um, there you go. There's one of your killers right there. <laughs>
1: And then there was the fake out with the the roommate, uh, which was, which which was amazing because I was like, I'd already written her off. I'm like, okay, well, you know, but then she pops back out. I'm like, God damn it. They got me. Like I didn't expect like a fake out death in that sense.
0: Yeah. And you know, here's the thing at the very beginning when we get an immediate ghost face kill and then we get an immediate reveal, I was like, wow, he fucking really did kill her one fucking crazy Mm -hmm. Two. We know who the killer is the whole film. Like, I had really pondered that.
1: Oh, I I was wondering that, too. Whenever they first revealed Jason in the movie, and who's supposed to be Reggie, who's supposed to be on a date with Samara Weaving, I, I was like, okay, they revealed the killer already. This is completely against their type. And then whenever, and then... And I love the fact because they set up the the whole thing about how they were going to finish Richie's movie, and then I was like, "Oh, okay that that's some bullshit, you know, uh, crap from you know like that's continuing on." But no, then they get killed, and I'm like, "Okay, all right." So the whole <laughs> yeah. making the movie thing is out the window now because yeah. the killer even says this, this isn't a fucking movie, and then like you know finishes them off. So
0: yeah, <laughs> it's fucking it. It's brutal and. And you don't stop. I swear to God, don't get up. We don't go to the bathroom. Just sit through it because it's there's action throughout the whole film.
1: The one thing I loved was the tense moments in the movie. Mm -hmm. There was two of them that stood out. The scene, and they were both. I mean, what they both involved Sam and and uh, was it Tara? Is that her name, General Ortega's? Yeah, I think she's Tara. Uh, they they both involve them to a degree, but the <clears> first <throat> one is them inside of the convenience store when they're <gasps> running away from Ghostface. Yeah. And Ghostface has a fucking shotgun. So, oh, my I God. Mean, <laughs> it, it totally changes the dynamic because they can't just rush the killer. They've got to play it smart, and they're trying to hide and do all that. So that was really tense. And then the scene on the subway train because – they brilliantly set this during Halloween oh, and they yeah. were on a packed subway train with Michael Myers mask, uh, pinhead. I loved all the references to other movies and those scenes. Oh yeah. And, and then of course they were, it was loaded with ghost face, you know, mask or whatever, because they, they set it up earlier in the movie that the sales of those since the kills had started had skyrocketed. Oh yeah. And <clears throat> so it, it just, I mean, you, you kept looking. It's like, is that is that going to be the one? Is that going to be the one? So it always kept you on your toes.
0: Yeah, and it was, <laughs> there's a kill on the subway, and you're like, well, uh, an attempted murder, if you will. And I was like, a- a- after I found out who the killers were, I was like, okay, was it the brother, and he just managed to get out of his gear and check, check on? Or was it... The sister yeah, think, who stayed. I think
1: his sister That's was the was one thinking. that attacked. Yeah. And then he, to set up the fake out, then he rushed in the saver. So.
0: Yes. So um, <laughs> you get thrown around a lot, which is awesome, because it's it's really hard to pin it down unless you listen to a spoiler but before you go watch the fucking movie. And in that case, what the fuck are you doing here?
1: Oh, speaking of that, I did have something spoiled right before I went and watched the movie, like literally like, 30 to 40 minutes before I went and watched it, I had something spoiled. So I was on Facebook and I saw that post about um, the fact that this movie is like breaking franchise records. Mm -hmm. And I tagged you in it. Yes. And right after I tagged you, I saw a post from somebody that said, I am so happy that Gail survived. And I'm like, God damn, oh. like, what I was like. And then when I was watching the movie, they set it up so perfectly. It's like, oh God, they killed her this time. And then, you know, that last second, it's like, we still got a pulse. And I was like, well, that was ruined. I, I was hoping that the person lied just to get like people's goat. No, no, it was a. Uh, It was a spoiler that some idiot just posted on some random Facebook post. So,
0: what a stupid ass. But, um, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I guess that would because, um, she gets, she gets, I mean, you, you for sure thought she got taken out. However, yeah, the ambulance came in. They're like, yeah, light pulse. Uh, They jumped on it. So it's like, she could survive this. What I am uh, survived, surprised is that, um, Chad survived yes. getting brutally slashed by two at the same time.
1: Chad got the Dewey save after he got the Dewey kill. Like I mean they they straight up gutted him like Dewey got in the last movie, but yet he got the you know, the thumbs up barely surviving, you know, yeah. last second save like Dewey got in the original movie. So <sighs>
0: Yeah, he uh he's gonna come out looking like Fiddy Cent, okay? He's <laughs>
1: <laughs> Except with staples, I was, was going to ask you something about that. Well, two things. First of all, so they set it up pretty well that uh, if you go back and rewatch it, that, that the cop was in on it because he's deliberately trying to keep Sam and Tara from going to save Gail. Like if you remember that scene, oh, yeah, he's like, oh no, 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 don't, don't go, don't go there, and they're, and they're like, fuck you, and they take his car anyways. So that was him trying to set it up to where nobody could actually save Gail, and if they hadn't showed up, she would have died. Yeah, but. Here's the thing, I think they should have killed either her or Chad. And and I don't know which, That I almost feel like Gail should have been the one to go in this movie. Like I, yeah. as bad as I hate to say that, I feel like Gail's time is kind of up. Like yeah. she, they, she barely they, they, used, they
0: barely used her in the movie. She was like Sydney Prescott was in the previous film where she was like, "Well, if you need me, I'm there."
1: Yeah, and they did that, and then they, they had her come in there and totally undersell Kirby's abilities as an FBI agent. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, which I think setting Kirby up is like the next, like, you know, Sydney slash Gale is actually the better setup in, in the long run anyways. I'm fine with that, honestly. I, I, that might be blasphemy to everybody listening to this. I mean, I love Nev Campbell, but, I mean, sh- Kirby was great in this movie.
0: yeah. Um, I'm going to say something that I think this, it makes, it makes it make sense as to why Chad would have survived. Same with Jenna Ortega is that you don't see the knife go all the way through anybody's body. Uh, well, a few, excuse me. I take the ones that really got fucked up and likely ended up dying. Uh, the only ones I know of, but like when they went down and they stabbed multiple times, it was literally just the tip just for a second.
1: (laughs) Just the tip.
0: Um, just the tip. And so, yeah, they're getting they're getting wounded. And yes, there's gonna be lots of blood loss, but less severe damage to major organs. Um, because Jenna Ortega gets stabbed, which I don't even think it would have to gone too deep, but she gets stabbed near the kidneys. She gets stabbed in the back of the shoulder and the kidneys, and I'm like, ow, fuck.
1: <laughs> well, you gotta remember too, she was brutally stabbed in the in part five. I yeah. mean, like that very first intro scene with her on the phone. I, I, honestly, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of remarkable that she survived that, so.
0: Oh, yeah, honestly. And then Chad got a bunch of slash, not slashes, but stabs. But they were very quick and very short. And I'm like, I guess that's the only way he would have survived, barely survived, um, because he definitely lost a lot of blood.
1: The one thing that's, that kind of stinks, in a, in a sense, is the way that they brought Mindy back, because like... I mean, I'm fine with her surviving. I mean, because one of the Randys, you know, analogies needs to survive. But mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't like the fact that like it, it almost seemed like she got like her entire guts like rearranged with it in that scene. Yeah, like, it was very very intense and like she would have had to have a colon resection based upon like how she was cut and like at the end of the movie she's just bounding through there yeah just like, well same mm. with jenna ortega
0: she gets fucked up pretty good and she's just running around and stabbing killers with her sister and
1: yeah i and mean that's probably that's endorphins? probably the negative of this movie honestly yeah. i mean because the the stabs and the, are so brutal but then like the like in the first movie, like if somebody got hurt, like they got really hurt, like Stu. I mean, like you know, I mean, you know, he wouldn't even hurt nearly as bad, but like you could tell from the blood loss and everything, yeah. he was barely hanging on. So,
0: what's the will to live? I get that there's a uh, there is that, but like especially with Mindy, she was at the hospital. There's no hospital that would have let her go in her condition, and she's like, no, "I and- came here to help you guys. I know you need help." Like, bitch, no, we do not need you. We need able body people. <laughs>
1: And when she did show up, she should have been like hobbling, like you know groaning, like holding her guts, but I mean like her stomach because she was just patched up and like I said, the way that she stabbed it, it looks like she had intestinal damage. Oh yeah, it was a stab
0: and a twist, by the way.
1: Yeah. 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 I I thought so. I I know that her her girlfriend got the same kind of treatment, but that
0: girl got fucked up and she was dying. Like she was like, I'm fucking dying.
1: Yeah, like, and then her trying, and I knew that she wasn't going to make it across on that ladder. I just, I knew, or, you know, one of the two wasn't, and, like, it ended up being her. Uh, Her kill was probably the best in the movie just because, like, being thrown down and, like, how her face just got so fucked up.
0: And they showed it. They showed it, which, by the way, um, I always accuse my daughter of being a little psycho. Uh, We were both maniacally laughing at this scene as soon as he started shaking that ladder. Tell me that shit wasn't fucking funny, or was it just us? (laughs) (laughs) that was so smart he could have totally like dragged it back he could have got on there and like stabbed at her legs uh
1: well what i thought he was going to do you're right i thought he was going to like maybe take it and then like push it out but then if he had she could have held on to work because it was it was a ladder if they would have held it on the other side she could have maybe tried to climb up it once it you know yeah but if he cut
0: her achilles tendon she wasn't climbing up shit
1: Oh, I didn't. I don't remember her getting that cut. No, like, she I must didn't. Have if he thing. did,
0: I thought that's what he was going to do. But instead, oh. he starts shaking the ladder, and little Lucifina and I just start, <laughs> like, this is going to happen. We're going to see this bitch
1: go down. Yeah, like literally just like thumping the ladder up and down to get her to. You and it know, looked like, fall so of it.
0: real. It was so good. Like, I mean, because it, well, it was real, but it was just. Oh, this is too easy. Like you could see, you couldn't see it in his face, but you could see it in the movements. Like, oh, fucking like fish in a barrel, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, um, just going back to it. Cause I mentioned the two things about the Randy's what's what's on my mind. Chad really stepped up and picked up the, the portion of Randy's personality. I feel like, or, you know, Jamie Kennedy's in this where, especially in the scene where he's talking to one, what's ends up being one of the killers, but you know, his, his roommate and he's like trying to coach him into like getting a girl that whole conversation just seemed like something that Jamie Kennedy would like roll off the cuff or something. I was getting a lot of vibes of that from him. And it it was a big step up from the last movie because he was just kind of there in part five. But in this one, I'm like, I saw the personality coming through. It was geeky, but it was confident geeky. And I'm like, I'm, I I like that. I like where they're going with that character.
0: Yeah. uh Yeah. yeah, a lot of good character build up. I didn't like the Randy twins, to be honest with you. Um Yes, they did step it up. I'm gonna at least say that.
1: Well, th- that's the one negative I have is the fact that they they stepped uh, the Randy personality with Chad, but then like Mindy basically just gets like the uh, I'm the horror nerd expert yeah. part of Randy's, and then I don't especially with Kirby back. I don't know that we need that. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, we
0: didn't. I, um, she could have <laughs> she could have died.
1: Yeah, I mean that scene on the train that that could have been fine if she would have like exited in the movie. I, I I like the fact that they set up the core four as part of it, like going to the next movie because when one of them dies, it's going to be probably more brutal now because mm-hmm. they allowed them to survive. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, one of the two Randys could have went because they're they're trying to play two sides to Randy's personality, and I think one of them could fully embrace that and just move on if they if they went that route.
0: Um, they set up in one of the trailers and I don't remember hearing it in the movie. Um, in the trailer, they set it up when Ghostface was going after Gail. Like I'm not a usual, you know, ghost face killer. I'm a different kind of killer. And I was like, is he fucking supernatural or something? Is he an actual ghost ghost face? Like what the fuck? And I didn't see that at all in the film. Did you?
1: I don't remember that that line in the film and I, and I try and I avoided everything I could about okay. the previews. Cause I did not want anything spoiled for me. I want, and that, that actually made the movie so much better going into it cold. But yeah,
0: I mean, I mostly did. I only saw the trailers that you saw at the movie theater. I mean, obviously we saw one when we, when I saw cocaine bear, uh, actually, catch that review. <laughs>
1: tangent but i saw the trailer for the extended trailer for um evil dead rise and it pissed me off that i saw it because i've been trying to avoid that trailer too outside oh. of the little teaser and and i was like mm. wait a minute this is like in the rural but it's got a lot of evil is this evil dead rise and then i was like fuck i did not want to see this extended trailer i wanted to go in and just like you know why didn't
0: you turn away why didn't you go to the bathroom
1: because I, I'm just, it's a completionist thing. Like if I Uh, started, I have to finish, you know, watching it or whatever.
0: Are you like that episode of South Park where every time Cartman hears the beginning of, uh, come sail away.
1: You have to finish the whole thing. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. I mean, I do have that. I don't know if that's like OCD, autism, whatever that is, but like it, yeah, it it bothers me. It's like, I, I've never walked out of a movie, even the ones I like, I, fear.com was probably the worst one that me and my wife ever watched in the movie theater and i should have probably walked out of it but like i, I was just like i paid for this fucking thing i'm not walking out yeah you know? there's
0: rare a movie i've walked out of one movie in my life but it wasn't a horror film so i'll i'll <laughs> give it that um
1: do going back to Ghostface. Though, oh, yeah i just want to mention uh that that mask that that the, the main one's wearing that aged mask mm. i love that look
0: yes Uh, There's a few, I think there's a few aged masks. Um, Were you sad a little bit about Stu, Stu Mocker?
1: Uh, Not being in it? Yeah. Uh, No, because two things. Uh, they referenced him so yes. much in this movie. It's a huge setup, even talking about TV screen. And then, like, there's that comment that one of them makes, and I don't remember now if it's Mindy or whoever, is like, did he actually die? And yeah. then, you know, they kind of leave it open. And then Matthew Lillard was recently uh, interviewed at a convention, and they ask him, they's like, are you in the new Scream? And he's like, I'm not currently. Yes in Scream, and they were like, do you care to repeat that? And he's like, I'm not currently in Scream, and that, that's all he would say. Yeah, so.
0: good on him. Hey. I would say that anyways, <laughs> even if I wasn't even hired to be in, in the, any of the newer ones. Like, yeah, I, yeah. But
1: I really think they're setting up Stu to be the, the ultimate – villain in the last uh, if if this is a trilogy which i'm assuming it is it would be then- fan
0: service to be honest with you because how do you hide the fact that someone like that died like did they not have a funeral for him that would be all over the place they would have been discussing it for years well Stu never died we don't know what happened to him or blah blah, blah or he was in the mental institution they've never discussed that
1: yeah, they've never brought it back up. I mean, like we said in part three, the the one of the rewrites of it was originally going to have him in prison, and then he was going to orchestrate the kills from prison. But then they done away with that whole plot because it involved using high schoolers and Columbine, and yeah. So, <laughs> but they've never went back and referenced him otherwise. This is the first movie that really is like. What about Stu? Well, they, they set it up in five too. That's no reason why I think he's going to be the killer in the seventh one, because it was his nephew that was killed first in that movie. If you remember to the red right hand song and they, you know, they made a big point. It's like, well, Stu's nephew. And I'm like, well, why are they bringing Stu back into this? You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I was, I was so giddy with all of the references to old movies, whenever they went into that, uh, later on to the villains lair and they had all of like the drawings, which were very fucking well done. I want want those drawings to be honest. It was a
0: whole ass museum.
1: Um, and then they, and then I, I got chills down my, down my back whenever, like, you know, uh, mindy i believe it was was like this is uncle randy's shirt you know oh, like referencing yeah. oh they
0: had um what's his name's shirt uh billy loomis's actual shirt. i remembered it just seeing it because i remember he had this v-neck white shirt which i thought was so cheesy but they had it
1: It's say it's trailer trash it fits him big time oh my god
0: uh, um, the knives and- the the case the glass case and all the ghost face kind of just standing next to it which why mm-hmm. did they make him the main one Technically, well, it should have been him and still.
1: Yeah, but they made Billy the main one just to draw her out because they wanted her to. Yeah. But but I love that too. She's still seeing. She's still seeing Billy Skeets back. Like I mean, I, I was like, fuck yes! Like they're still going along with this. Ooh. And even at the even at the end of it, she had the mask there, and she was like, you could tell that she was wanting to move to the dark side. Yeah,
0: come. To and the they dark did side. the
1: whole thing where Tara brought her back, but. Uh, they they've left the door open enough to where yeah mm, you know she she if Stu can uh, Stu might be in the, if he might be the kind of mastermind if they bring him back that tries to bring the billy out of her if you yeah. understand what i'm saying like he's definitely got the way, devil inside yeah and not the way that the person in this or the, the the guy in this movie did but like more of an insidious way of bringing her out you know like oh. that way
0: oh yeah um did you get to see the music video
1: uh, I did not watch that. Sorry, the Demi Lovato. I did not see. Wait, that. Wait, they
0: didn't play it at the beginning of your. No, movie? it did okay. not. Okay, they um, played
1: some fucking Jennifer Lawrence movie trailer. Oh before God, this that looks awful. Yeah, like, that is some horse shit. Like, she, I don't care. If she is the first woman to ever do anything in cinema. Like this movie <laughs> is fucking shit.
0: How dare you talk about Our Lady and Savior? <laughs>
1: Uh, she might have been the first final girl, but like she like her new movie looks like dog shit. Like she is legit like an Uber driver hired to to be an escort to a, a very, very young man. It's very, very creepy like to yes. be honest.
0: Um, switch it around, this is all I gotta say. <laughs> have a have a have a mom hire a fucking male prostitute, an older male prostitute to bring the whore out of her daughter you know yeah yeah that's
1: basically what the movie is and then you could sit there and argue well they did stuff like this back in you know um like the 80s with regards to like uh porkies and and some of that stuff but the guys were willingly going after the older women Mm and then This like this guy's having this woman force herself onto him it's it's a whole other vibe
0: it's a different kind of creepy that we did not expect to see with our film um (laughs) The character, why can't I be Skeet Ulrich, is actually in that music video. He's like okay. some kind of cinema guy. Uh, there's a couple others. They all, the thing about it, her music video is it's a slasher music video. Uh, lots of people are dead. Lots of people are found dead, which is so awesome. And uh, he was one of them that was found dead. I did not recognize him. He is, um, he's not looking as good these days
1: oh that's surprising because like it's not been that long ago i don't well maybe it probably has now it's probably been about five or six years now to think about it but i think back to when riverdale started up and i mean i mean for an older dude like he aged up nice he's not terrible
0: um he's just looking uh, he he's looking a little war-torn to me honestly he's uh, getting real skinny too
1: it might be in the years since that that first season of uh, Riverdale that he like age finally caught up to him because I mean you know Johnny Depp for the longest time didn't look like he was really aging and then like in the in uh, like lately I mean and uh, Amber Heard could have just sucked the life out of him to be perfectly honest but yeah like he looks rough now
0: yeah so Skeet's looking a little rough <laughs> I did not recognize him at all in the music video um, but he's in it um, they they definitely change his face to look like his younger self a little bit, obviously with the CG.
1: And and some people, I could see if somebody wanted to complain about the CG of how they do his face next to it is a little weird. But again, it's her hallucination of a man that she never actually met. Yeah.
0: And he's not supposed like, to be aged.
1: Yeah. And pictures. And it's also the way they do it. It's like really recessed in the, like the glass case. Yeah. So it, it's, it, it's, it's a little bit easier to forgive in this.
0: Oh, I 100%. Think. It is. I, I'm not upset with it at all. Um, I'm trying to think, do we want to discuss the cast that's in here at all? Or are you going to go through the list of people who played who? Uh,
1: I mean, we can, I mean, we can go through it. I wasn't thinking anything official, but I mean, uh, as far as like the billing, Courtney Cox has got top billing again. That must've been like a stipulation uh, because if you watch the end credits, like her name, by the way, there's a post credit scene. Don't know if you're aware of that. Uh, I'm glad I didn't stay for it because it's really minor. Um, do you want to know what it was? If you didn't watch it,
0: I'm wondering if I did see it. So please tell me.
1: It is Mindy popping mm-hmm. back up and she's basically pulling a Ryan Reynolds Deadpool type moment where she's like looking at the camera and she's like, do you guys really have to have a post-credit scene after everything or uh, something to that effect? And then it just cuts off, you know? Uh, okay. So it's one of we those. We didn't
0: catch that. We stayed pretty. I thought we stayed deep. Um, but I guess not.
1: I stayed through the mid credits where they, you know, they did the the homage back to the original screen, which they've done in all the ones since then too, oh, but yeah. where they, they show the cast and they show like a steal from the movie with her name next to it. Oh, I uh, loved
0: that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh,
1: but Courtney Cox is back as Gail Weathers, uh Melissa Barrera's back as Sam Carpenter, um, shaping up to be one of my favorite final girls in the new, especially the new generation, just because I love that dark angle to her. I yeah. just I love it. Uh, Jen Ortega technically a final girl too. And they're going the like the complete hero, right? Ra- they're almost doing a Sam and Dean with her and, and with Tara and Sam and to be a perfect, Oh yeah. Because, because Tara's are shaping up to be like the pure hero, like the Sydney Prescott character yeah. of, of the, of the new franchise. Um, which by the way, I don't know if you saw the new news, but Jen Ortega is the it girl now for anything goth related. She is being cast, uh, in the new Tim Burton, uh, sequel to, uh, uh, Beetlejuice.
0: Yes, I did see that. I didn't know if it was real, but I was like, if they're talking about Jenna Ortega, probably. Who is
1: she playing? Yeah, they're, they're going to make her Winona Ryder's daughter. Now, I, oh, if yay. they write Winona, it, it'll be cool, but I, if they better not write uh, Winona out of the movie because I feel like they have to have her come back and yes. interact with Michael Keaton. They I agree. Uh, Jasmine Soy brown plays Mindy Martin again um uh and better than this movie yes she's still probably the least of of the the cat the core four if you want to call them that mm-hmm. uh and that's also the reason why i'm like eh, if they have to kill one of the randys then okay uh mason gooding is back as chad mix martin he's he's my preferred of the two randy you know wannabes because like he i feel like he kind of gets more of that jamie kennedy vibe like i said earlier
0: yeah um uh, real quick Uh, Very pretentious for this mom to give her kids the hyphenated last name, Meeks Martin. Yeah, well,
1: it's, I I see that so much now in my job that, like, it's just, and it makes it hard, too, because you got to remember, like, computer systems, when you're trying to look up a person's name, they don't, like, they hate hyphens. They hate it. And, like, the system does, the computer does. So, when you're trying to look somebody up, you can't find them, and then the the person's getting pissed, and it's like, you're sitting there thinking, it's like, well, if you didn't have the hyphenated names... We wouldn't have this issue. Trust but me, Reverend. You know. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm sure being, you know, Latina, um, you would know all about that. That was my so. choice.
0: I could have changed that. I didn't. I made a mistake and I will 100% admit it, but you know what I didn't do? <laughs> I didn't pass that on to my children. They are <laughs> well, not. And I'm like, Meeks, man, I know they're trying to have people remember Randy Meeks, but we fucking get it. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it didn't need to be done, but whatever. Um, Skeet Orich uh, is playing Billy Loomis again. uh, Roger Jackson. I don't know if you noticed this. When they showed Ghostface at the end of the movie, they actually put Roger Jackson over Ghostface, like, you know, in that little end credit scene that I was talking about earlier. Like They they put Roger Jackson. I'm like, kudos to him. I don't know if he actually had his name uh, attached to Ghostface before, but they did in this movie, so I was happy about that. Yeah uh Dermot Maroney which this guy him there's two actors in Hollywood him and uh and uh, and I can't remember the other guy's name because it's like a variation of this guy's yes. name the one that was in uh American Horror Story Murder House oh
0: yes they, Dean they, they bu- Dermot or yeah. something or
1: it, it's a very similar name Hold um
0: on, I'll find it
1: but my main thing about them is that, like, I feel like they're almost like those type of actors that, like, I mean, that you, it, you're like, am I talking about this one or am I talking about that one? You always go, it's like Ke- Keira Knightley and, um, and, um, oh, what am I blanking on her name? Uh, from Star Wars. That oh, Princess Queen Leia. Amidalia. Yeah.
0: Oh, look at us. Uh, we have two different. Uh, like Dylan McDermott.
1: Alike, you know. And, and it's one of those things. It's just like it, it you know. It's uh, I, 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 I and I, when I saw this guy, I kept thinking, "It's like where have I saw him from?" Like, but he's been in a ton of stuff, so it wouldn't surprise me if that, uh, Dylan McDermott is Dylan, his name. By yes, the way,
0: I, which I did scream out. Um, and I can't get—is it Natalie Portman?
1: Natalie Portman, yes. Yeah. That's who I was trying to think of. Yeah, her and Keira Knightley like especially there for a time, like they even looked alike. Like, oh yeah, it was, it was really weird. Uh, Which, by the way, I saw some kind of thing from Kira Knightley, and it was one of those things that you just groan when you see it. Like, it was this comment saying that she wishes that she had never been like a – she had never allowed them to sexualize her and make her like a sex icon, and I'm just like, please.
0: In what? She's gorgeous anyway. She was going to be a sex icon if she was just standing there. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, but she tried to say that because of some of the things the way that they, you know, in in the Pirates movies, that the way they portrayed her, that she ended up up becoming more sexualized. And and she feels like that, that, you know, typecast her. And I'm just like, you always hear that bullshit from very attractive actresses. And it's like, I wish I could complain about something like that. It's like, oh, I'm just so pretty. I wish they hadn't done that to me, you know?
0: Yeah. shut up.
1: Uh J- Jack Champion uh plays Ethan Landry who is uh looks like Jack Quaid for a yes. reason. <laughs>
0: oh my god, it's so funny. They did they did a really good job with that casting.
1: Yeah, yeah, they <clears throat> really did. Uh I feel like that guy's got a career in head of head of him that Jack Champion because he like he had screen presence. Like every time he popped up on screen, like he reminded me of somebody I've seen in like another act. Oh yeah. Not not Jack Quaid specifically, but somebody else. And I'm just like he's got that face that fits like that type of role that you're looking for. Oh you yeah. Know.
0: For sure. Um and he plays <laughs> he plays the goofy kid so well and he plays the psycho murderer so well.
1: Yeah, he really did both. He's of going them. places, I, mean. I think. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be, I think this movie's going to give him, like, some outs to go in different directions. I hope so. Uh, Josh Segara plays Danny Brackett. Um, I was really impressed by that guy. He You don't normally get a strong male character in, in like, most modern movies, mm-hmm. like a straight-up, like, protective, you know, macho-type and this guy played that to uh, T and that's and 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 then they didn't make him bumbling. They didn't make him stupid like nope. they always do. He was a competent, you know, alpha guy. That's that's what he was.
0: Uh, he unwillingly walked away from the situation too when he was told to out of respect for her. But he was fucking terrified for her. And he di- He did. But he didn't. He was like, I'm going to walk away, but I'm going to send you some backup.
1: And he even told her, he's like, he's like, uh, he said, I, you know, I mean, he, he, he made the comment to her. He's like, I totally respect why you're doing this. He said, and, but then he, he let her know that he still cared about her. And I'm like, they, you don't get that kind of Mm-mm. character in from Hollywood anymore. It, yeah. It was surprising.
0: Um, I thought he was going to die. Um, and they kept calling him Hot Guy in the film, which was so funny.
1: yeah especially from jen ortega i want to make a comment about her in this movie like there i don't know what to think about her like some of the scenes like early on the movie especially when they had like uh i can't remember how chad phrased it but it was date rape frank or oh yeah frankie or whatever yeah like when she she was with him she looked like a child and i'm just like Okay, this is creepy. But then there's those scenes, especially with her and Chad, where they were almost kissing. And it's like, she's hot again. Like, I don't know what to think about her. It's like, she she can turn that, you know, that sex, you know, like, you know, sexualized, you know, type behavior on and just like in an instant.
0: Yeah, um, and you no know, and that's that's really good that she's got a wide range. I was thinking too today. I was I was, saw a picture of her. My my husband absolutely I'm not allowed to wear red lipstick. Uh it makes me look, I guess, too chola too Mexican or whatever. Um like the Mexican women in my family who wear tacky makeup. He can't handle it. And I don't blame him. He's been traumatized. Um, folks, so uh, you have to give him at least that. And I, I can wear red lipstick if I want to. He just doesn't prefer it, and I don't like to do things like that that he doesn't prefer, you know? But mm-hmm. going back to that, Jenna Ortega was wearing a red lipstick. I thought she looked amazing in it, but I also thought it made her look like an older woman. I would have guessed this photo. She looked like she was probably around 36, but she looked like a young 36, where if you told someone, I'm 36 years old, they'd be like, oh, really? I would have guessed young 20s. You know, or, mm-hmm. or, or 20s, uh, late 20s. But I was like, it really aged her a lot. And I was like, she's got one of those faces where sometimes she looks like a baby and sometimes she looks like an older woman. And I was like, this is so weird.
1: And I I think you're right. I think the makeup makes a huge difference because I feel like she was almost sans makeup, like when she was at the party and it made her look like a child. And then like later it was just like the, you know, almost like the, the vamp came out of her and it's just like, like, okay, I mean, I don't, it's, it's just really confusing with her. Um, Well, in
0: the creepiest way possible, this is why I say she'll do real good in Hollywood
1: unfortunately yes, yes uh in that sense i'm happy for her but yeah fortunate in the way that that comes about uh liana Liber- liberato plays uh quinn bailey in this um she just plays the standard bimbo at one point and of course then she plays a pretty good uh, yeah. killer pretty good psycho um i think she was probably the least of the killers though
0: definitely um she it, i don't know i i I wasn't. I wasn't thrilled when I found out it was her, and I also was. I don't know. I wasn't anything when I found her. I wasn't surprised. I wasn't unsurprised. I wasn't anything. I was just like, Ugh, okay. On to the dad oh. and the and the brother, because that's what I'm buying, you know.
1: Yeah, the dad and the brother sold it for sure. I mean, she was she was fine. I mean, like she totally wasn't. I mean, like we said, really the biggest nitpick for me is the fact that the some of the people who got brutally stabbed were more up and about than they should have been. But as far as the killers, I mean, she she to say that she was the least is not a bad thing. It just she was. I yeah, mean, it, you know, that's just how it was. Uh,
0: they didn't play her uh, up Devin, too much.
1: Yeah. Uh, Devin Dakota plays uh, Nika Keo- or Um Best she death fine. scene. She, she played the sexy, lesbian, bisexual, whatever, yeah. girlfriend uh, to Mindy. She she was fine in that role. And
0: she served a purpose. And like I said, the best death scene by all hands yeah. down.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, she was the, the best death scene in the movie. So she gets that credit to her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hayden Panettiere's back, Kirby Reed, uh, love the fact that she's back in the series and I'm actually, I like the way they've positioned her as like, uh, kind of the, the Gale slash Cindy uh, going forward.
0: Yeah. Um, please get rid of that fucking Southerner Bob though. Holy <laughs> crap. Did she look like she need to be putting me some, making me some fucking biscuits with extra butter?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I didn't mind it as bad just because, uh, from the yeah. Um, the way that she, the way that she was wearing her jacket and yeah. prominently, uh, displaying those tatas, which
0: by the way, uh, best, best boobs, <laughs> covered boobs, but best.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, even if they were covered, um, yeah, t- Tony, uh, Revelori plays Jason Carvey, gets carved up in the yeah. movie, uh, smart Weaving plays Laura Crane,
0: died too soon gone too soon
1: (laughs) and uh andre anthony plays frankie um (laughs) irrelevant uh, got tased to the nuts man that would hurt oh my god and then henry zerny plays dr christopher stone i had i had a major beef with that guy yeah who is sitting there listening to a He he knows her past. He's he's read about her. Yeah. And then when when she opens up, then he gets scared of her. Like what the fuck? Like seriously.
0: Oh, I was like I was glad when he died.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the worst psychologists you could possibly have in a movie. Like, I mean, just outright bad.
0: Which and it was funny because he was not when somebody was not when Ghostface was at the door, but you didn't know it was Ghost. Well, we knew it was Ghostface, but he didn't quite. He's like, "It's a little early for Halloween, so you can't even see through those windows that are on your door." Like, what do you mean it's early for Halloween? Like, shut up.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out what movie he was watching. It, uh, was it Invasion of the Body Snatchers or something? It kind of looked like that, like the old, old version, like what, what was on his TV screen that he was watching that night.
0: <sighs> Don't know. That, not. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't in that. I was just like, oh, he's going to die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the uh, directors are the same as the last film, which they're, they're doing a bang-up job. Uh, Matt Bertinelli open and Tyler Gillette. Mm-hmm. And then the writers, James Vanderbilt and uh, and, and Guy Busick, I, I gotta give them credit. I, I love the story in this. Oh I yeah, really did. I
0: did. I like where they took it for sure. I mean, you, um, you did not feel safe in this movie. Uh, if you were in the in the shoes of the characters, no one felt safe.
1: And but I just love I love the 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 through story that they're doing because like, as soon as I saw like that, the phone, like when Sam answers the phone for the first time from the killer and somebody is using Richie's old number, I was like, oh, "That's brilliant! That, that is fucking brilliant,
0: brilliant and fucked up. And I was like, how did they get their hands on that? But it makes so much sense because it's the, it's the dad and the brother and the sister.
1: Yeah. I, I said to Cody, I was like, you have to watch this movie. And then he was like, he's like, do I have to watch part five or, or he said, can I skip part five or is it relevant? And I was like, Oh, it's very relevant. I didn't want to try to hint that, that, but I was like, but if you don't watch it, I mean, even if you don't go the route of like figuring out that it's Richie's family and the yeah. connection there it without, I mean the, the Richie connection of it, you know, the, the mention, uh, you know, like how Gail reacts to seeing like, you know, stuff from Dewey like later on. Um, none of that hits home as much if you've not watched part five. It really yeah, does Yeah,
0: and it's not the worst of the sequels to watch either. So
1: No, it's not part three. No, <laughs> by any means. I like the fact they took the piss out of Roman Bridger though. Like they That's messed like, he, up.
0: I did not like I I thought that story was okay. <laughs> I could see a movie producer pulling that off, is what I'm getting at. You know, depending and on how was, well you know the art. But
1: it was impossible. He he shouldn't have been able to go in all the places. He he teleported. He was the only Ghost Face that teleported.
0: What um, are you trying to say? No i <laughs> Um. But I.
1: But I. But I do like I. Uh, to, I mean, I don't know, like, how much would they the Red Right Hand was back in it. The music was pretty decent yeah. in this movie overall. music was
0: decent in the movie, for sure. Fit the times, uh, and not so much that you're, like, I mean, you didn't have that. I guess, well, okay, I, I, I told you, and I sent you photos. I did say that Demi Lovato did make a special. It's called Still Alive. And we were just talking about this as where's the music that you used to get with films. And I'll be damned if I didn't. You know, enjoy not only the music video, but enjoy the song. It wasn't half bad at all actually, and it really brought back, I don't know, a lot of nostalgia for me of, man, like this is what it used to be like. We used to get a badass song or a cool song in relation to the movie. They would use that to promote the movie. Now, they didn't um, do that for this film. At least I haven't seen it prior to actually going to a... I went to an early premiere. I got to see the movie before a lot of uh, public audiences got to see it um, with the fan event that I went to. So, So... I don't know. I was I was happy with that. Would I have been happy if it was someone else? I guess, but she pulled it off, you know. I'm going to give her credit where credit's due, despite how stupid she is over sugar-free ice cream.
1: Well, that's not the only thing she's stupid about. Oh, yeah. I mean, she you, you can't call aliens aliens because that's an offensive <laughs> term. And then uh, ghosts uh, need her to sing to them from them to be able to move on to the other side. I mean, she's straight-up retarded. But, <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
0: Yeah, but um, I don't know. It looks like she's been on her meds, so. (laughs) Um,
1: The music in this was to the point where, I mean, it's of the time, but it's also not so in your face that I feel like it's going to age well. Exactly. Because uh, what I think of is, you know, the the extreme scenario that really stinks is if you you remember the original Spider-Man movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's that whole scene where Macy Gray has like a concert and oh, she's God. and and God, I couldn't stand her back at the time. And then <laughs> like you watch it now, and it's like, yeah, this is definitely from the early two thousands. Like, um, I, you know, it, it, there there's some things like that that stand out. Um, yeah,
0: I will say this: if you are a song and you're in a scream movie, I am so sorry if they put you in as well as the red right hand, you're not going to match up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I have a question for you, just because yeah. I've been reading through the a little bit of trivia on IMDb for like certain things. What are your uh-huh. thoughts about how they wrote Sydney out of it? I thought it was okay. I've heard people complaining on the internet, but I thought it was all right. I
0: wasn't the biggest fan of it, but it works. I, I, I'd be lying if I said, ah, oh, they could have did something better. I don't know what they could have done better.
1: Uh, I mean, it was it was quick and, and simple. It was yeah. like, oh, she was really worried about her and her family, so her and Mark are, like, bunkered up somewhere. Yeah, they like, deserve okay.
0: their happy ending, and it's like, don't tell me it's over. That part probably <laughs> didn't need to be said, yeah.
1: honestly, but...
0: Yeah, and so why are you here, Gail? Like, you know, it really didn't get a. Well, I want to help. No, like, it, yes, you want the story too, and it was the typical Gail story. She shows up for a, a an exclusive with the girls, um, and then she just gets wound into helping, and she got fucked up. Although I've seen her get fucked up worse than other films, I feel like, uh, well, maybe not actually, um, I don't know, uh. They also didn't use her very much in the film too. I feel like she was just available when she was available, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of feel like that. She just did this as like a, you know, peace offering to like, you know, maybe she felt like to the fans, but also, I mean, because I feel like without David Arquette there, I don't, I, I don't know that she really has the heart to keep doing these to be honest yeah um
0: she's and the Even age is really showing, I mean. and they're putting her up with some really young ass kids there's no one older left with her
1: yeah yeah she's like and, and it makes her look so much worse too because we mentioned this last you know movie like she's aged so much worse than like nev campbell yeah like, you know, or the, and 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 amongst these fresh faced younger women, like it's just like uh. she's gotta
0: hate it. I was thinking, I was like, she doesn't look terrible. I'm giving you a, like a, she looks better than a lot of women her age do. But she she's looks also, better
1: than Madonna. Well, but yes. that, this is not saying anything for anybody. Well, you can tell saying. she
0: stopped with the face work too. Courtney Cox has definitely stopped. She went through that, whatever she went through, uh, wasn't happy with it. She's definitely stopped. You can tell
1: she. she I, I can't tell you how disappointed I was like yeah. between whenever, when she first did that, because like, you know uh, like scream and scream to, gorgeous woman and like Mm -hmm. most of the run of friends like all throughout that just she was so beautiful and then like you watch cougar town it's like what the fuck did you do to your face yeah what is this well that
0: was she was going through the midlife crisis with the divorce and everything so i get it like you think you have to change you think it's gonna be great it wasn't her face was so cute she could have got away with Graceful aging for sure, but she also can afford to have those crazy chemical pills and those laser things that women get that keep their face looking fresh without changing their entire face. You can get a fucking shot in your chin that makes the double chin go away.
1: And what made it worse was the fact that around, I know this tangent, but made it yeah. worse around the time was the fact that Jennifer Aniston, her, you know, yeah. co-star for all those years, was putting out movies around the time that Cougar Town, you know, showed like her that weird, you know, stuff that she'd done to her face, was putting out movie like Horrible Bosses and like, I, and then like, We Are the Millers, and I have never seen Jennifer Aniston that friggin' hot. Like yeah. Like she was in those movies. She was hotter than she ever was back on Friends. Let's
0: be honest, Jennifer Aniston does not use a vino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she does, she does. She probably does the proper treatments that you can do that slows down the aging process or reverses some of it to a degree, you know. And Mm -hmm. I think Courtney Cox could have got away with that. But she did what she did. It looks like she stopped. Uh, She didn't look terrible on screen. So I don't want anyone to think she looks like fucking Crypt Keeper. She doesn't. No,
1: she she doesn't. It's just in comparison. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's. Yeah. I
0: mean, you put me next to somebody young and it's like, okay, maybe you might look at me and be like, okay, well, she doesn't look her age. Put me next to someone who definitely looks the age you think that I am. And you're going to be like, yeah, she's definitely the age she says she is. You know? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, I just, I was reading this, like, apparently, uh, they, they wanted, uh, Kirby to be back sooner and actually she's gonna be back in, uh, um, part five, but they, they couldn't find her. Like she, they straight up could not find the actress, pa- uh, Hayden Panateri. like, and, and, uh, they finally got in contact with her in like 2019 and, <laughs> and that's how they, and they finally got all this stuff set up, but like yeah. they. it was for years they didn't even know where she was at
0: oh yeah i told you she was kind of going through some shit yeah (laughs) so uh i'm I'm, and i hope she's it seems like it's all handled now i know um she gets to see her child whenever i think her and her baby daddy have a good relationship (laughs) co-parenting if you will but he's got full custody of that child so. Yeah,
1: which which means a lot. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. that's the case, it, well, what she's went through. Uh, I didn't realize this, but they said uh, somebody mentioned on here that when uh, at the frat party with, where Tara's at at the beginning of the movie, somebody's dressed up as Wednesday.
0: Oh, I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> I was like, oh, so cheesy, whatever.
1: Um, But, yeah, it's – uh uh kevin williamson's like quoted on here saying that uh his thoughts on it um that to him it doesn't feel like a part six it feels like you're watching this big huge fresh rein- uh, reinvention and he and and he loved it i mean that's big praise coming from the guy who wrote the yeah. original movie
0: um uh, it he does said feel I watched way. this
1: movie with a big smile on my face i think it's everything and more and and moving to new york was awesome the movie feels new it feels fresh it feels like a new movie
0: yeah um You know, the children are excited for Ghostface. And I have to commend parents like me who have kind of raised them on these kind of films. So they're just like, it's like they have plushies of Ghostface. These are things we wouldn't have had as kids. We would have had those weird little Mecca toys if our parents let us get our grimy hands on one of those, you know, as a collectible. But they have all these cool things that kids can collect. That's Ghostface, so the kids have been enthused about it. Now these kids are growing up, and these are the movies they get to see that we got to see at this age, and I think that is so amazing for them because that's so hard to come across these days. Think about it. Good horror films, especially a slasher. How many good ones besides the old ones are these kids getting? They're getting a couple, actually.
1: Uh, the, they're I think they're this might mark like the Renaissance to be perfectly honest mm-hmm. with you, because this movie is doing so well and getting so much praise. I feel like that there's going to be, a, especially with other studios hurting right now mm-hmm. for like the movies that they're putting out, they're going to realize the old standard, uh, when in doubt, make a horror movie. You can make it on the cheap and yeah. you, you can make a lot of money and I, th- I, we might be on the verge of getting, I mean, it, it can go the other way. I yeah. mean, you know, studios could. But I, I think that the, I mean, from what we're seeing with that man, the superhero craze is finally winding down mm-hmm. uh, and on the verge of crashing. And I think I think horror might be entering a new cycle again. Yeah,
0: and uh, unofficially from the hubby, because I think he liked the Friday the Thirteenth remake unofficially, and I won't say a lot or anything. I, I I have to hear it back again. And I think he liked the Friday or uh, the um, Nightmare on Elm St- Street remake as well.
1: He has said that he did like yeah. that, and, which surprised me because I, I, I figured he would have been more critical of it, but it mm-hmm. makes me now actually excited when we go to review that here soon. Yeah.
0: So. so, uh, that's coming up literally, well, tomorrow for us, but very soon for you guys as well. So.
1: Yeah. W- well, it's going to be the first three movies, but yeah, yeah. but we'll get, make our way to the remake. Oh, on we'll make one. our way downtown. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, I was just really impressed by this movie. I mean, you know, kind of wrapping things up as far as this goes. I mean, cause I think we've kind of covered, uh, you know, most of the stuff in it. Um, I'm just really, I'd heard good things. I tried not to be overhyped. Mm-hmm. I went into it and I'm like, this is fucking good. This is like a good sequel to a, it's st- it's still not better than part one, but yeah. it, it's so good. I think it might be my favorite sequel now. Yeah. Honestly.
0: It, 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 it's, it's, I mean like I almost want to be like it's better than part 2, but part 2 was a different. It really was a different scream franchise, you know?
1: Yeah. You and- had
0: different characters, you had different Ghostface. I mean, and that's the cool part of the Ghostface is that you get these psycho people. Now, this was the same story different day for me in terms of fucked up family. Oh boy. Is that a <laughs> is that a running thing with uh the Ghostface killers? You get yeah, got some fucked up family, you know?
1: that's true uh you're gonna you're gonna be um uh, in a whole new world literally whenever you start uh reviewing nightmare here oh <laughs> the god the next time that we cover all this oh for sure uh dip, a totally different scenario in that case yes. you're talking about a revenge hobo coming back and oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't, like, stress enough how much I enjoyed this. Like, I was, I, I was watching it, and, and just, like, and especially it is so satisfying at the end of the movie, like some of the kills. Like, you know, Terry gets a good one, or even though it doesn't technically kill him on, um, on the guy. And then, or, and then like, uh, and on the father, you know, of course, like Sam does her thing and got that brutal Billy stab action going on. I, I loved it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think we can stress enough how much we highly recommend going and watching it. If you haven't, we really hope you didn't listen to this before you watched it. It's not worth it.
1: No, no. it's uh, We just wanted to do this as a final roundup, but also as, like, you know, anybody that wanted to kind of, like, join in and kind of celebrate, you know, how nice it is to have a good slasher back on the screen.
0: Yeah, a good one for the children, because, you know, think of the children.
1: <laughs> and and it, it's not woke. I mean, it's not, no. I mean... It's, it's you know, it's got, you know, a diverse cast, which isn't a bad thing if no. you develop them and that sort of thing. It's got, you know, uh, you know, obviously a lesbian couple in the sense of Mindy and her girlfriend, but that's, it's well done in the movie. Like they actually are a good couple for each other. Like, yeah. you know. Um, One of them I, dies
0: real good.
1: <laughs> and then of course, like I said, you have the strong male, which in every other movie, like, I don't know. <laughs> Another tangent, but like I know you're big into Star Wars. Like I, I heard about the recent episode of Mando where he literally gets saved by everybody. Like over the course of the episode, like and he can't do shit for himself. That that kills me that they're doing that with with characters like that. Yeah, I
0: haven't I haven't watched the series yet. I think we're gonna watch it when the whole thing is released. Um, I might start watching it here and there, but I I actually haven't heard that. I've been pretty good about not catching spoilers of anything lately which is strange because i love a spoiler but even with scream just like you once i saw an article that said scream movie and i was like that's it nope because i knew i was going to get the opportunity to see it before most people and mm-hmm. i was like okay well you're already going to see it so you don't need to read this so i stayed i didn't even re- finish the rest of the title of the article so that i didn't hear whether it was good or bad
1: yeah, that's, that's what I've been trying to do, just because I was like, I started seeing the positive views, and I'm like, that's it. I don't need to see anything else that, that I just want confirmation. I kind of liked where they were going with the last one. This one's doing better. That's that's even better for me. Let's just yeah. watch this.
0: very enjoyable. Uh, def- I, I mean, like, I, it's almost one of those movies where I would like, if I found out one of my friends was going, they're like, hey, I don't have anyone to go with. Yeah, I'll go with you, you know?
1: Yeah, it's it's one that I want to go back and rewatch, like on especially since it's set on Halloween. Oh yeah, perfect, you perfect.
0: Know. Oh my God, it was it ah. was beautiful. Um, did you see it in three D as well?
1: I did. Like okay. I said, it was very disappointing because it's, it's that post-processing, like the images yeah. are deeper in the screen type thing and not even that well done because I remember the best movie that ever did that was probably Toy Story three or three or four. I think it was three. Oh shit. Uh, you know, the images are like, were so like you were actually looking into like a shadow box type scenario. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's just like, no, Jenna's slightly, you know, stands out from the, the background. Okay. Yeah. Nothing you know, flies at
0: you, which kind of sucks. At the beginning, you kind of get that with the – it's not even the beginning of the film. It's like the – um, I don't know, like the studio, you know, uh, graphics at the beginning that – I was know. getting
1: ready to say, this type of processing, the thing that stands out the most is always credits. Yes. Like, you know, especially at the beginning of – like, those pop out of the screen. Everything else just kind of – which is weird because I've had that effect happen on just, like – 2D screens. Like I don't know if you've ever seen this, but like when you're scrolling through Facebook, if there is like a black image but had red has red letters on it, there is like an optical illusion that happens on like a, a cell phone where the red just kind of stands, stands out on top uh, of the black, and it's like almost the but it's the same effect you get in the movies. So.
0: Yeah, um, no, I've noticed that too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like sitting. In, now the kids and the hubby really enjoyed it in 3D. They're like that was pretty good, and I'm like. Mm. I know I'm not one to be able to say this, but I'm going to anyways. I didn't really notice anything great. I didn't hate it, you know, but you pay you pay more to see it in 3D and then you yeah. don't have to. And then
1: you have to go through the noise of wearing the glasses. Like mm-hmm. I was constantly having to readjust on oh. them when you wear glasses like I do anyways. It's like, yeah. they don't, I mean, because they don't, they don't stick to your ears because your glasses are already there, you know. Yeah, so. my daughter
0: did mention that, which is funny because uh, I wore contacts. Um, tried to get contacts for little Lisa Fina, but somebody, the little little Miss Macabre, didn't want to touch her eyeball. So, <laughs> there, you know. she There's part of her, the normal one coming out.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can't really blame her on that. I, I, I've never liked that. It, but also... I have kind of the thing where, like, I have the with the lazy eyes, it were, like, if I don't, like, control it, like, oh, you know, yeah. it, it, it kind of rolls to the side, and I've heard horror stories about people having the, the contact kind of roll into their, you know, behind their eyes, so I don't want to So much fun. That. It's like an adventure.
0: Yeah. You have to figure out how to get it out. <laughs>
1: yeah not i hate on. it i wear glasses but they're fine
0: yeah <laughs> but it worked well with the 3d glasses though for sure they need to like they need to think about people it's like we've 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 had 3d out long enough that you know that there's a tip a typical type of glasses you can have that goes over glasses they mm-hmm. exist why not have those you have so many people that wear glasses how much more is it going to cost you an extra fucking 15 cents per glasses you know? there's
1: some of there's some theaters that do that like it's uh they're they're not the disposable kind that you like grab and throw oh, yeah. away oh yeah
0: and
1: and, and cuz we had a theater and another and another place that we used to live at where they did the ones that that they had to charge up and and like reuse which are you know especially post covid you know that's a whole other thing yeah. but um like they would sit like i mean on top of your like glasses like the yeah. way they encircled them so they were a little bit better that way
0: yeah That's what we need to be focusing on, but whatever, you know.
1: But the gist of the the whole review, go watch it. Great film uh, in the franchise, pays homage to everything before it. Uh, I almost feel like we did ourselves a, a service by doing the the marathon review that we did. Yeah. Perfectly, I mean, I really do think that helped a lot. Yeah. In it, my enjoyment of this movie.
0: We got it out at the right time. Uh, and getting this out fast while it's still in theaters, I think is going to be pretty helpful in terms, hopefully, for us, you know. In terms of getting us out there, but oh man, such a such a good fucking sequel.
1: I don't have anything else to add, so if if you don't, then yeah. I think we're ready to wrap it up.
0: Oh yeah, I'm ready to roll.
1: And with that, peace be with you,
0: and with your spirit.
1: Take a little walk to the edge of town. Across the trap, where the viaduct looms like a bird of doom,
0: as he shifts and cracks. Where secrets lie in the border fires and the humming wise yeah, man. You know you're never coming back. Across the square, across
1: the bridge, across the mills, past the stacks. On together in the storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand.